He tidings cosmos. Good morning, 21st century world of worlds. This is Radio Richard Island, coming to you from within the soundproofless studio of life itself. Thomila Falcher Rotensha. I am your host, Richard McSweeney, a self-designated lyrical Irish philosopher of the natural kind. Hear this, listener, give it here your fullness of ear. From the beginning there is breath, and upon that breath there are words. Saw a sign which read, Restaurant and Takeaway, and I wondered what the takeaway was for me from seeing it. Yes, a mind of ideas and takeaway ideas. This mind of mine ever needs to be of a lovely, fresh, welcoming ambience, the quality of its ideas to be of the very highest standard, and all to be served courteously and generously with gratitude, pride, and joy. And the sage in the digital age speaks of the philosopher of old, saying, Three ducks flew over his head, he said, while I, walking ankle-deep across a summer river, and with going on a little distance, they out of a curiosity wheeled about and came in and alighted on the waters about me, and followed on along with me, until I had reached the bank. And with I having sat down, they stayed some time out there among the river flowers and reeds, happily picking and calling away to themselves, before contentedly flying off again. The life of a river duck is a lovely life truly especially in summer days. In today's broadcast, I'll be reading from As You Like It, Tao Dai Jing, and the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. This is a reading in continuity from As You Like It. Here comes young master Ganymede, my new mistress's brother. From the east to western end, no jewel is like Rosalind. Her mouth being mounted on the wind, through all the world bears Rosalind. All the pictures fairest lined are but black to Rosalind. Let no fair be kept in mind but the fair of Rosalind. I'll rhyme you so eight years together, dinners and suppers and sleeping hours accepted. It is the right butter woman's rank to market. Out, fool! For a taste. If a heart do lack a hind, let him seek out Rosalind. If the cat will after kind, so be sure will Rosalind. Winter garments must be lined, so must slender Rosalind. They that reap must sheaf and bind, then to cart will Rosalind. Sweetest nut had sourest rind, such a nut is Rosalind. He that sweetest rose will find, must find love's prick and Rosalind. This is the very false galloper verses. Why do you infect yourselves with them? Peace, you dull fool, I found them on a tree. Truly the tree yields bad fruit. I'll graft it with you, and then I shall graft it with a meddler. Then it will be the earliest fruit in the country, for you'll be rotten ere you'll be half ripe, and that's the right virtue of the meddler. You have said, but whether wisely or no, let the forest judge. Peace, here comes my sister reading, stand aside. Why should this a desert be? 
for it is unpeopled? No. Tongues I'll hang on every tree, that shall civil saying show, some how brief the life of man runs his erring pilgrimage, that the stretching of a span buckle in his sum of age, some of violated vows twixt the souls of friend and friend, but upon the fairest boughs, or at every sentence end. Will I, Rosalinda, write, teaching all that read to know the quintessence of every sprite heaven would in little show? Therefore heaven nature charged, that one body should be filled with all graces wide and large, nature presently distilled Helen's cheek, but not her heart. Cleopatra's majesty, Atalanta's better part, said Lucretia's modesty. Thus Rosalind of many parts by heavenly snared was devised, of many faces, eyes, and hearts, to have the touches dearest prized. Heaven would that she these gifts would have, and I to live, and die her slave. O oh, most gentle pulpiter, uh, what tedious homily of love have you wearied your parishioners withal, and never cried, Have patience, good people. How now back, friends? Uh, shepherds, uh, go off a little, go with him, sirrah. Come, shepherd, let us make an honourable retreat, though not with bag and baggage, yet with scrip and scrippage. Tao Dai Jing, Installment 29 if there is a king or queen who wishes to take over the world and establish a man-made order, I can predict that he or she will not make it at all. For the world is of divine entity, and it can't be subjugated to a man-made order. Whoever wants to try will result in failure. Whoever insists on his point of view will plunge in loss. Because when one wishes to march forward, others just follow reluctantly, when one wishes to breathe, making a thing warm, others blow it cold. When one wishes to strengthen it, others wish to weaken it. When one wishes to sustain it, others wish to destroy it. Hence the sage puts away excessive effort, extravagance, and easy indulgence. This is an interpretation, after my own fashioning, of some lines from the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. No three-star visitor spoke to me, saying, Humaculate Vera, what stories, what anecdotes, what insights do you bring to this new dawn? A certain king's confidant was once strolling her way north-westwards from the Midlands when she happened to meet a sage. And with being happy to meet, they decided to sit down and share some food and enjoy a chat. The sage, he asked her, saying, Where are you headed for? The sea. I am going to see the sea. Why so? Because? I have this need in me now for quite some time, to be in its extraordinary company. For when with sitting by a river or stream, I find myself reflecting on its nature. What say you? its nature to be. Though all the waters of the land, all the rain-filled rivers and streams, continually flow into it, it never fills up. I very much like that idea. Sometimes I feel a bit like that too, when my king continually pours his words into me and asks for my advice. Although his words never overflow my mind and never overwhelm me, 
I like to be away from hearing them too for even a little while. It is better for my health. That is why I am heading for the sea. When there, and I, am be, uh, and I being with fully refreshed, I will return with joy to my landry, return with gratitude and joy to serve my king. Your king, uh, how does he rule? I should like to hear from you about his way of ruling. He distributes all offices according to the fitness of the nature. All appointments are made according to the ability of the men and women. Whatever is done is after a complete survey of all circumstances. Actions and words proceed from the inner impulse, and the whole landry is comfortably being transformed. Very good. And what about his ruling of himself? He doesn't overthink anything, doesn't allow any anxiety to build up in his mind, leaves nothing pain his heart. How does he manage to achieve that? He doesn't keep stored in his mind what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is bad. He shares his benefits among all within the landry. He dispenses gifts to all. He is happy with the happy and grieves with the broken-hearted. The landry, it seems, is blessed in having such a fine king. The king himself is blessed in having such an extraordinary confidant. Oh, now, nothing compared is it to the extraordinariness of the sea. In a dawn reverie of this new day, meditated I on what an immortal self of mine did say, did lovingly relay way back in days of long, long, long gone by. O mortal self of mine, when with living in your own realm and time, you will not give up your mind to the will of the populace, neither will you give it up to the elite. Your mind ever will be your own. All right, I will leave it at that for today. Enjoy taking very good care of yourself and those around you. Be ever so grateful for your many blessings. And spare a thought too for peoples living in faraway places in all different kinds of situations, often very difficult and not at all of their own making. You have been listening to an Irish philosopher of the natural kind bringing radio to the Internet via Radio Richard Island on the air globally for about 15 minutes, Monday to Friday. The script format of today's broadcast will be available at a future date on AuthenticClosetDramaScripts.com It is truly an honor to have your listening. It is more than a voice in your ear. There is power in listening. More than a phrase in your eye. Insight there is in reading. Enjoy both and please do spread the word. Thank you so much. Richard May you be a blessing unto yourself by way of your past, by way of your present, and by way of your future. Sloan Agus Benachtlet